From Simon Field, the high school baseball playoffs have arrived. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Chris Conley. The Evergreens are on the air. We're getting ready for D.C. Everest in Warsaw West. The winner plays on Thursday on the road against the number one seed, Eau Claire North. Walsall West and D.C. Everest both finished tied for second place in the Wisconsin Valley Conference. Evergreens get a home game because of a better overall record. Walsall West wears their home whites with pinstripes and the blue numerals gold trim. Here's the Walsall West batting order. Ethan Graham will catch and will lead off. Landon Parlier, who missed most of the season, is back in the lineup. He'll play right field and hit second. Jesse Osnes is the shortstop, batting third. Dylan Dobratz is in left field. He'll bat fourth. Bryce Hiles at first base, fifth. Nate Wallert, center fielder, sixth. The designated hitter, Jackson Albee, will hit for the pitcher, Ethan Elke. Albee will bat seventh. Jacob Heyman's the third baseman, eighth. And second baseman, Jack Pease, will bat ninth. For the visiting Warriors, 10 and 12 on the season. Graham, Parlier, Osnes, Dobratz, Heil, Wallert, Albee, Heyman, and peas. For the home evergreens in their black jerseys with white numerals and uh, green trim, Kyler Soppy will lead off and play second base. Wyatt Miles bats second today after the great pitching performance last week. He'll play third base and bat second. Mitch Danielski's in left field third. Center fielder Preston Miller to the cleanup spot. Two for free Thursday. He'll bat fourth. Chris Wiesman had three RBI. He'll be the shortstop and bat fifth. Hayden Davidowski's in right field, six. Noah Shimoleski's the first baseman, batting seventh. Nick Cotter catches and bats eighth. And Nate Langman, the pitcher, will hit for himself and bat ninth. For the homestanding Evergreens, 12-9 and nine this season. Soppy, Miles, Danielski, Miller, Wiesman, Davidowski, Shimoleski, Cotter, and Langbin. Teams line up, and let's go down to field level for our national anthem. You hear the wind, it is blowing straight out to right field, and it's blowing 20 to 25 miles per hour. It's the kind of game when I was in Little League, you'd swing hard in case you got a hold of one. Evergreens have not allowed a home run and have not hit a home run this year. Sophomore Nate Langbin, big stage for Nate today, getting ready to take his warm-up tosses against the Wausau West Warriors. Again, these teams, that was the second and third Valley Conference games of the year. Opened up over there. Wausau West were winners at home. 
In fact, that was Nate Langman who took the loss in that game. Nate allowed four walks. That was the most of the season in the Wausau West loss at their place. And then the Evergreens came back here and got a win over Wausau West. You know what? These teams are probably about even. West has some kind of ugly losses out of conference. The Evergreens have had some of their out-of-conference games just either rained away or canceled. And we've talked about this before. The number one seed gets a bye, so they get to rest their top pitcher while we have to use our best pitching today just to get there. Eau Claire North, number one seed, will host the winner of this game Thursday, and they've got at least two of their coaches over here set up behind home plate, taking a look. They are scouting the Evergreens and Wausau West Warriors. As Nate Langman takes his warm-up tosses, here's the defense behind him. Mitch Danielski is in left. Preston Miller's in center, and Hayden Davidowski's in right. Everest infield, Wyatt Miles at third. Chris Wiesman's the shortstop. Kyler Soppy's at second base, and Noah Shimaleski's at first base. Nick Cotter catching, and Nate Langman completing his warm-up tosses now. This field took a little bit of rain last Friday and overnight into Saturday morning. It looks like the grass has grown a little bit, although the lawnmowers have been out here as well. I think the field is going to play kind of soft and slow, but we'll see. All right, ready for playoff baseball. The loser sees their season come to an end. Ethan Graham to lead off, and Nate Langbins ready to go for the Evergreens. 68 degrees at first pitch. First ball swinging well hit center field going back into the gap and making the catch is Preston Miller. That one really hung up in the wind. Thought that was going to be a problem in right center field. No problem. Preston Miller, you know, Miller makes some of those plays easy because he reads them right off the bat. Landon Parlier will take his turn. First pitch, swing, and foul back. You know, Walsall West, I would not be surprised if the West approach is going to be to swing early in the count. You're more likely to get a fastball from Nate Langbin early. So maybe they want to be aggressive on that first pitch that they see. Cutter there, drops in, strike two. Langbin, no balls, two strikes. Batter looks down the line to get himself his sign. And that checked his swing, went too far, strike three. Parlier sees only three pitches and heads back to the bench. Here's Jesse Osnes. Osnes has been a really solid shortstop in the field, and he pitches too. In fact, the Evergreens may see him. He could be working in the later innings today. Two up, two down is Nate Langbin's start. Starts Osnes off with a curve that I guess mm, is a little inside. Pretty good pitch. A ball and no strikes. So again, Nate sensing that he got to change that up. Uh, fastball hit through the left side. Out of the range of shortstop Chris Wiesman into left field. A two-out hit for Jesse Osnes. So Osnes looked like he was geared for fastball. The both pitches that he saw got a hold of one of them. Dylan Dobritz to hit now. Two outs, so Dylan, power hitter, is going to look to swing away here. I would not be surprised at all if either of these teams plays for an early run. 
get a leadoff man aboard, even get a one-out walk or a hit, maybe you're moving that man over, trying to get him into scoring position. Off-speed pitch to start off Dobret sits down low, ball one. Coming home here, curve stays inside, two balls and no strikes. So with that man on first, Nate Langbin can't go through the full windup here. He's got to kind of slide step home. Two balls, no strikes. Fastball, aimed it, and he's down low. Three balls and no strikes. I would not be surprised. Again, you're thinking runs are at a premium. Dobrats may be asked to take a pitch here. Because a walk still moves that runner at first, down to second, and into scoring position. He is taking, and it's a strike at the knees. Three and one. Long look down at his third base coach. Just underway, top of the first. West has a runner on first. Runner is going here. And inside-out swing, foul down the first base line and into the road. And into the yard of the White House across the street. 3-2. So Nate Langbin could battle all the way back here and end the inning on this pitch. Runner will be going at 3-2 with two outs. Coming home, runner takes off, swing, and a miss. Got him! Nate Langbin wins the early battle, and he is not hurt by a two-out single. A half-inning complete. Walsall West does not score, and the Evergreens are coming up on 93.9 The Game and EverythingEvergreens.com. Welcome back to Simon Field. I'm Chris Conley. It really is a nice afternoon for baseball. If you thought, well, it's a little too hot or muggy during the three-day holiday weekend, the humidity is way down, and our only complaint is it is windy, and the wind is blowing out to right. Otherwise, partly sunny skies, upper 60s. And as Ethan Ulke, the right-hander, takes his warm-up tosses, here's the Warrior defense behind him. Dylan Dobratz is in left. Nate Wallert is in center, and that's Landon Parlier in right. The infield, Jacob Hammon is the third baseman. Jesse Osnes at shortstop. Jake Pease is the second baseman. Bryce Heil is at first base. Ethan Graham catches, and Ethan Ulke has just completed his warm-up tosses. Here's Kyler Sapi. Sapi had two hits against Marshfield last Thursday and raised the batting average back up to 377. And Kyler Sapi needs three hits. Three hits in today's game, he could get his average back to 400. I've done the math. If he goes two for two in a walk, he'll end at 294. It's a high strike. If he goes two of three, he'll end at two nine, uh, 390 today. So three hits, and we'll have a 400 hitter. 
Pitch here, inside-out swing, and it's popped up in foul territory. The wind's blowing it. Come on, wind blows it up onto the roof of the dugout. Again, if we need three hits, we can't be fouling out in our first at-bat. Kyler Sapi has been above 400 for almost all of the season, then got a little bit cold in the later parts of May, and has been hitting the ball well again against Merrill and Marshfield. Again, a two-hit game over at Marshfield on... Thursday and had two RBI too. Ulke overthrows there. It's way up high. One ball and two strikes to Kyler Sapi. Sapi with two runs batted in two in the Thursday 8-0 win. Gets his RBI total up to eight. Curve there just high. Ah, Sapi's got a good eye. Saw that all the way that it was going to be a little bit upstairs. Two and two. Yeah, that's a close pitch to take. Coming home here at 2-2, two and two. inside-out swing, and that is a fair ball down the left field line and into the corner. Big turn. Soppy's got the first of those three hits that he needs. Just inside third base and into the outfield. Soppy leads us off with a single, and the Evergreens have speed aboard. Betcha a shiny silver dollar that Wyatt Miles is going to be asked to put down a bunt here and get that runner into scoring position early. Third baseman's a step in. Wyatt Miles does indeed square, puts the bunt down, pushes it right to the third baseman who bobbles it for a moment and there's no throw. Everybody's safe. Sacrifice and an error allows Wyatt Miles to reach. Jacob Hammond, the third baseman. Boy, you know, the problem there is that the Evergreens are giving you an out, and Walsall West didn't get it. So there's nobody out, and there are runners on first and second. And the Evergreens right here in the bottom of the first have something cooking. Mitch Danielski, who was two for three against the Tigers on Thursday, gets a chance to hit here. Wyatt Miles pushed that bunt a little bit further up the third baseline than you'd like. And I think Jacob Hammond, the third baseman, was charging in thinking that maybe he'd have a chance at the lead runner. Instead, he bobbled for a moment and got nothing. Mitch Danielski is 14 of 53 for the season. Steps off, throw to second base. Kyler Sapi is back. We've said this before in our broadcast. This is one of the spots where Soppy just makes himself a pain in the neck. He's going to dance out there. He's got speed. He'll come around on a hit to the outfield, and he's distracting the pitcher now. Strike on the outside corner to Danielski. And, you know, the other benefit of Soppy's speed and that Walsall West is distracted, the shortstop or second baseman's going to play out of position. Second baseman's trying to step in behind Soppy. There's a big hole on the side, and there is a line drive caught. Caught by the shortstop, and they've doubled up Soppy, who strayed too far away from the bag. Two outs on one swing of the bat. Mm. So the Evergreens are unlucky there. Jesse Ostis, the shortstop, catches that on a fly and doubles the lead runner off of second base. Here's Preston Miller now with two outs and only one aboard. Pitches at the knees, strike one to Preston Miller. And, you know, again, high school baseball, when you've got a hot bat, you've got to move him up. Preston Miller's been hitting the last couple of weeks of the season, so he lands in the number four spot. 
There have been times in the season that he'd been hitting eighth or ninth, now up to fourth. Down low, one ball and one strike. So the inning starts off with a hit and an error, nobody out first and second, and the Evergreens are in danger of being turned away. Miller's got to keep this going. Slow curve, and the local bends in for a strike, one and two. Remember Olke throwing that pitch the first time we saw him back in April. See if the Evergreens are more prepared for it this time. One, two pitch coming. Righty to righty. This is a fly ball to shallow center field. Wind's playing with this. Center fielder's coming in. Got a beat on it. Nathan Wallert makes the catch. So what was off to a promising start turns out to nothing for the Evergreens. We played one inning. It's Walsall West zero, D.C. Everett zero on 93-9 the game. come to the bottom of the second inning. The Evergreens, what, had a golfer who was play, playing today. Did not make it. You know what? Um, teenagers who can play in the 70s are setting themselves up for a lifetime of frustration. <laughs> I mean, you have just enough success early on that you'll keep at golf for your entire life, and, you know, by the time you're a middle-aged man like me, you, you will be making yourself crazy. You'll be mentally insane. Bryce Heil to lead off for Walsall West. I think young people who play good golf deceive themselves into thinking, ah, this is an easy game, I've got it. Nate Langbin ready to pitch to Bryce Heil. First pitch is outside, ball one. Top of the second is underway, and there's no score between D.C. Everest and Wausau West. You just sense that in this game, boy, you would like to play from in front. Inside-out swing to right field. It's a hit. You know what? Mm. Hayden Davidowski, the right fielder, if Noah Shemaleski was on first base, was going to try and throw from right field. It was going to try and throw him out. Wow. Noah was a step off the bag and wasn't quite alert. Instead, Bryce Heil starts off the inning with a single. If Noah was on first base and Hayden came up throwing, there might have been a play from the outfield at first base there. Nathan Wallert to hit now. A leadoff single. Think of that. If I got my outfielders reversed, do I have Mitch and... No, Mitch is over there in left. Hayden's in right. Looking to bunt the runner over, bunted through that. And catcher Nick Cotter thought about throwing down to first base. Two balls and no strikes are saying he didn't offer at that. Okay. Again, they're trying to bunt this runner over. And now a 2-0 pitch. There's the bunt back to the pitcher's mound. And the only play is to first base. Walsall West has a successful sacrifice. And the Evergreens have the first out of the inning. Wallert sacrifices Heil to second base. Designated hitter. 
Here is Jackson Albee. He's the designated hitter. And he's in an RBI spot with a runner at second and one out. Nate Langman back to the full windup with the man at second. He's more effective that way, and he's got a strike at the knees. The cat and mouse before this game between D.C. Everest and Wausau West is something. Again, West appealed and thought that they should have this game at home. I beg your pardon, the Evergreens have a better record overall, and the teams finished tied in second place in the Valley Conference. So this is proper to be a home game for the Evergreens. A one pitch. Inside, one ball and one strike. So Wausau West shows up, what? Wearing their home whites. The Evergreens, for good measure, took the longest pregame infield of their entire season. Took 18 minutes of infield. That's super long. And Walsall West was frustrated by that. 1-1 one, one pitch is outside. 2-1. and one. Again, you know, to kind of ratchet things up a little bit, these are players that know each other. They'll play against each other during the summer in Legion Ball. And it's a crosstown rivalry game. And Walsall West well represented with their fans. 2-1. Ground ball. Slow roller to short. Chris Wiesman throws wildly. And it's going to cost the Evergreens a run. Chris Wiesman threw up the line. And it's a two-base error. Walsall West leads 1-0. Wiesman knew that he was going to have to hurry to get that play over to first base. It was a slow roller. He rushed his throw. Pulled Noah Shemaleski off the bag. Jackson Albee comes into second base. No RBI. It's an unearned run that gives Walsall West a 1-0 lead. Here's Jacob Hammond. The mission now for Nate Langbin, you cannot give up a second run in this spot. That runner should not be at second base. He should be out, but he's in scoring position, and the Evergreens need to keep this a 1-0 game. Left-handed batter here, Hammond, takes up high, ball one. You know, give West credit, they got the leadoff single. So Bryce Heil started this off, and then they successfully sacrificed him to second. But the Evergreens have given up a run on the cheap on a throwing error. And now there's another man in scoring position. Reaching out, ground ball to second. Soppy's going to take it himself as Shimaluski uh, moved for that ball, and the pitcher was not going to be there in time. Soppy wins the race to the bag, and there is the second out. Four unassisted. Jackson Albee advances from second to third on the ground out to the right side. So Jake Pease is the linchpin to this inning. Pease is the number nine hitter. If he gets a hit, he'll give his team another run. If he's an out, the inning comes to an end. There's strike one. Pease is a short kid. So kind of a tight strike zone for Nate Langbin. Got to strand that runner at third base, and the Evergreens will live to fight another day. Oh, one pitch. Swing and a miss at a high, hard one. That was above the letters, the one you want to lay off. Pease swings at the high cheese and is down no balls, two strikes. Let's see if Langbin can shut down this uprising right here in the top of the second with only one run's worth of damage. This ball is swing and a miss, strike three. The inning comes to an end. Nate Langman gets his third strikeout, but Walsall West gets an unearned run, a hit, and a throwing error brings him home. Our new score as we go to the bottom of the second, Warriors 1, D.C. Everest nothing. On 93-9 the game, 
and everythingevergreens.com. You know, to show you how playoff baseball is different, when Walsall West got that run in, everybody came off the bench, everybody came out of the dugout, high fives all around, as Walsall West took a 1-0 lead. Evergreen's looking to answer. In fact, Coach Dave Langbin huddled up the entire team in front of his dugout as they were coming off the field. The Evergreen's trail 1-0. Ethan Alke, a right-hander, I mean... He's a nice pitcher, but his fastball is not overpowering that you would think the Evergreens are going to hit today. And here's Chris Wiesman to start the Evergreens off. So Chris has the throwing error to atone for. For the season, he's exactly 250. 14 hits, 56 at-bats. First pitch coming to Wiesman in the bottom of the second. It's a strike. Both teams have committed one error. The West error did not hurt them. The Everest error cost them a run. Pitch there is outside. One ball and one strike. We get a nice crowd. In fact, uh, there's cheering for both sides because Walsall West is, what, just 10 minutes away. So a lot of Warrior fans are here as well. This is an inside-out swing. Sinking to right center field. It's down. Chris Wiesman's got a long single for the Evergreens. So for the second inning in a row, the Evergreens greet Ethan Elke with a leadoff single. Here's Hayden Davidowski. Hayden is 10 of 45, 225, and he's a left-handed bat for the Evergreens. See if Everest is going to ask Davidowski to bunt the runner over. I think so. Coming home, squares to bunt and puts it down. It's a good one. Catcher's going to have to field this, throws over to first and gets him a successful sacrifice. Hayden Davidowski pushed that right in front of home plate, and the Evergreens have the tying run in scoring position. Again, I mean, it's early. There's such a lot of baseball to play, but in, in just high school playoff games, the way these games unfold, you don't want to be down by two or three runs, and sometimes in the playoffs, four runs just seems like a huge, huge hill to climb. So here comes Noah Shimaleski, another left-handed bat. Noah's looking for something to the outfield to tie this game up. First pitch to Noah way inside. It's ball one. Noah for the season, four of 18. So limited plate appearances. He's been playing a platoon at first base with Caden Kretlow. one count. Checks his swing. It's a called strike on the outside corner. One and one. I remember this too about Ethan Elke. Once there's a man on base, he slows down a lot. Very deliberate. Takes a long time getting his sign. Checks the runner here. That's way outside. Big lead there at uh, second base for Chris Wiesman. 
two balls and one strike. You know, if you're a student of pitching, you know in each pitching sequence, when the count is one and one, that next pitch is critical. That's like the fork in the road. And it's the hitter's advantage here at now two balls and one strike. Coming home, down low, three balls and a strike. And the catcher's asking for time for a moment. And all of the infielders are huddling up. Yeah, catcher Ethan Graham asked for time. And because of this time, Noah Shemaleski is going to walk down to third base and confer with Coach Dave Langman. All right, now the conference at the pitcher's mound is over. Batters being recalled, too. Three balls and one strike. Maybe Walsall West knows that the colder hitter, Nick Cotter, is on deck. Maybe they want to be careful with Shimoleski in this spot. Doesn't have a lot of protection behind him in the Everest batting order. So 3-1. Let's see if he gets something to hit. Pitcher steps off. Throws to second. Chris Wiesman didn't have a big lead. And he's back standing up. Walsall West already has someone throwing long in the bullpen. What's that all about in this one nothing game? Slow pitch up high. It's a walk. Noah Shemaleski has walked, and there are runners at first and second for Nick Cotter. Number seven, Nick Cotter. Yeah, Nick Cotter for the season is eight of 54. That is one 54. But I mean, the playoffs are a little microcosm. What happened in the season doesn't necessarily hold true now. Runners at first and second with one out. Pitch to Cotter, swings, and yeah, that's the high one that you'd like to let go past. He probably swung at ball one. Instead, no balls and one strike to Nick Cotter. Overanxious in the spot, you get it. That one's way outside. One ball and one strike. Assuming no double play here, Nate Langman, the opposing pitcher, is going to get a chance to help himself. He waits in the on-deck circle. Fly ball down the left field line. This is in foul territory. Long run for the left fielder. It is out of play. A ball and two strikes. You know we're not sure if it's going to land fair or foul when Mr. Conley gets out of his seat and kind of cranes his neck down that third base line. I'm looking at people who have better seats because of more seniority in the press box who are freely admitting they didn't see fair or foul either. 1-2 to Nick Cotter. Looking for contact in this spot. Checked his swing. He didn't go. They go to appeal. Home plate umpire calls it himself. Yeah, that's the right play. The home plate umpire doesn't appeal there because the infield umpire is in C position on the other side of second base. 2-2. That's way up high, almost a wild pitch. Three balls and two strikes. Yeah, the mechanics of umpiring with a two-man crew, when there are first and second, the infield umpire's got to be between second and third. He doesn't have a look at whether it's a check swing or not. Home plate umpire calls that himself. Count is full with runners at first and second. One out, coming home, and that is called strike three. Nick Cotter knew it, and he is the second out of the inning. So here's Nate Langman. Two outs, two on, and the Evergreens are trailing one nothing. For the regular season, Nate Langman was 12 of 50 
First ball swinging, fouls it off, strike one. Here's a spot for Nate. Chance to get the team even if you can drive something to the outfield. Wiesman's got pretty good speed at second. The Evergreens would wave him around on a hit out of the infield. Throw back, and the shortstop catches that ball, though the shortstop was well behind the bag. Wasn't going to have a play on Wiesman. Now we got a timeout called here. The infield umpire pointed at something, wanted the... There we go. Wanted the, the foul ball from earlier in the sequence put back into the home plate umpire. No balls and one strike to Nate Langman. Slow pitch is up high. One ball and one strike. So Ulke can work himself out of a jam and keep his one nothing lead intact, but he's got to get past Nate Langman here. One, one pitch. Taking strike two. I don't know, Nate's still capable with two strikes. A lot of line drives have come off his bat this season. One, two pitch now. Leg kick home, that's outside. Tried to get him to chase, and Nate Langbin does not. Two balls and two strikes. Should the inning continue, Kyler Soppy will get a chance to hit. He's in the on-deck circle. Fastball there, and he spoiled it. Foul back. Alki reached back for something extra on that 2-2 pitch. Nate Langbin sent it back to the screen. So we'll do two balls and two strikes again. Two outs and two on. Slow curve. Got him. Pitcher wins that battle. That one broke right in, and Nate Langbin is called out. The Evergreens put runners on first and second and do not score. Two innings complete, Walsall West 1, D.C. Everest nothing. This is Playoff Baseball on 93.9 The Game and EverythingEvergreens.com. Top of the third is on, and Walsall West leads D.C. Everest 1-0. I'm Chris Conley, voice of the Evergreens. Nate Langbin's completing his warm-up tosses. And he'll face the top of the Walsall West batting order. One, two, and three scheduled to hit here. Nate Langbin's got three strikeouts. Opposing pitcher Ethan Alke has two strikeouts. Ethan Graham took the first ball that he swung and popped out to right center field. Looked a little better off the bat than it actually was. Kind of hung up in this strong wind that's blowing out to right. First pitch is high and tight, ball one. In fact, the wind was blowing out stronger during first pitch. 15 to 20 miles per hour. Nate Langman overthrew there, two balls and no strikes. You know what, when Nate was called out on strikes, you know what, he was... A little bit frustrated, kind of talking to himself. 
and now overthrows on the first two pitches. And here is Everest coach Dave Langbin asking for time and coming right out in the middle of this sequence. This is probably about staying within yourself, fundamentals, good mechanics, and not overthrowing. Yep, very short visit, all done. Coach Nate Langbin popped out of the dugout and was kind of jogging out towards the mound. Coach Langbin doesn't jog. <laughs> when it's pitching change time, he walks. Two balls and no strikes. Again, you don't want the leadoff man aboard here. You don't want to fall behind. Hitter's spot here, 2-0, and oh, came back with a strike. So as far as the coach is concerned, that was a useful visit. Simon Field looks perfect. Boy, we've greened up nicely for the last day of May. Evergreen's hoping to see June baseball. Popped up foul ground, out of play and over the dugout. Two and two. So Nate Langbin's battled back here against Ethan Graham. Both teams have two hits, both teams have committed an error. Two-two pitch. Curve, golfed that one, swing and a miss. Right over the top of it and swung at a pitch that was down low. So pitcher Nate Langbin wins the battle. He now has three strikeouts, four, four, against no walks. It's Landon Parlier. Righty to righty matchup here with one out and nobody on. Checked his swing. See if the Evergreens want to appeal down. No, did not go. Ball one. I agree with that. Warriors get an unearned run in the second, and it's the only scoring in the ballgame. Strike one. Right at the letters, a ball and a strike. You know, it's the other thing about I'm happy about getting an Everest home game here. It's up two and one. Our field, Simon Field, is nicer for baseball than Walsall West Place. I mean, home games are always a good thing in the playoffs, you bet. But, I mean, this is just a little bit nicer. Not, not anything wrong with Walsall West here. Again, Nate Langman's overthrowing, and he's frustrated with himself. That's high and away, three balls and one strike. Like Langman's waiting, looking back for something extra. And that throws off the mechanics, and he leaves the fastball up high. 3-1 pitch. That one's high, too, and that's Nate Langman's first walk. Jesse Osnes singled his first time, so there's a runner aboard for Osnes and then Dylan Dobratz. These are the best two bats in the Walsall West lineup. And you don't want to fall any further behind. So Nate Langbin in a little bit of trouble of his own doing with that walk with one out. Big lead at first, strike one. Took a little something off, was back within himself and gets ahead here. Again, because these are Walsall West's most dangerous bats, the hit and run could be in play here. Throw over to first. That was close. While the base runner was diving back in, Noah Shemaleski, the Evergreen's first baseman, almost got the tag on his backside. Focused on home here. Runner is going. Pitches a strike. Throw down to second. Safe. Throw was a little bit on the shortstop side, and Kyler Soppy couldn't reach back down and put the tag on. 
So now there's a runner in scoring position for Wausau West with one out. Back at the plate, the count is 0-2 on Jesse Osnes. Nate Langman sure could help himself with a strikeout here. No balls and two strikes. Coming home, curveball popped up, foul, out of play on the third base side. Baseball hit off the front of the Everest dugout. Thrown back towards the home plate umpire and into the ball bag it goes. West with a chance to build their lead as we play the top of the third. 0-2 pitch. And that is a fly ball to right field. Moving over is Davidowski. He's got the catch. Runner is tagging from second base and will advance to third. That is the second out of the inning. And Walsall West moves that runner 90 feet away. The Evergreens are going to appeal that the runner left early. And Kyler Sapi steps at second base, and safe is the call. Two outs. Dylan Dobratz to hit. There's a man on third. Walsall West stranded a runner at third base back in the second, too. Got one run, but wanted two. There's another spot to leave one stranded. Curve up high. Didn't break enough. It's ball one. Dobrat struck out his first time up. 1-0 pitch here. Strike. Home plate umpire held for just a moment. I was wondering. That was a borderline pitch, and the Evergreens got the call. 1-1. One one. Righty to righty. West cleanup hitter. 1-1 one, one pitch. Took something off right over the top of it. Strike two. 1-2. One Nate Langbin won this battle against Dobrantz the first time, trying to win it again, keep it a one nothing game. Set, full leg kick as he comes home. Curve, and it is hit to the shortstop. Wiesman need a good throw here. Got him, and the inning comes to an end. Second inning in a row that Walsall West leaves a runner stuck at third base. We're going to the bottom of the third. It's still Walsall West 1, D.C. Everest nothing on 93-9 the game. Bottom of the third inning is on on 93.9 The Game, and you can hear the podcast at everythingevergreens.com. I'm Chris Conley. Walsall West did not score in the top of the third, but the inning is still a microcosm of how high school baseball is a little bit different. You just cannot walk people in high school baseball. The inning starts off with a walk. Walsall West sacrifices that runner over a stolen base and then sacrifices the runner. So without the benefit of a hit, Walsall West puts that runner over at third base. Puts a lot of pressure on the pitcher and on the defense. 
And there you go. The Evergreens got that third out on a ground out to Chris Wiesman, which he handled effectively. Top of the batting order, and here's Kyler Sapi, who singled his first time up. As we mentioned, Sapi needs a three-hit game. He can go three for three or even three for four, and he'll finish above 400. Curve, strike one. Sapi for the regular season was 23 of 61, 377. Swings and fouls that one off. Sapi's down on the count, 0-2. Alki changed speeds there and came with the express. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Slow curve. Sapi pops that one up. It's on the infield. Second baseman. He's on the dirt and makes the catch. Jake Pease has retired Kyler Sapi. There's the first out in the fourth. Here's Wyatt Miles. Third baseman. Wyatt Miles. Wyatt was asked to sacrifice his first time up and managed to reach first base on a bobbled ball by the third baseman, Jake Hammond. So, a sacrifice and no at-bat. This is hit off the plate, bouncer to the shortstop, Osnes overhand throw, and Wyatt Miles sees one pitch, and he's the second out of the inning. Here's Mitch Danielski. Mitch Danielski. Two outs and nobody on. Danielski still takes a look down at his third base coach. There's nothing to do here but hit the ball. Slide out to the shortstop his first time up. Slow curve over for strike one. You know, I think that curve is so slow that Alki can only show that once during these... Well, what do I know? He showed it for a second time. <laughs> That's inside. One ball and one strike. You know, again, that pitch is so slow that if you tip that off, who knows where you're going to put that. Alki's got to make sure that he keeps that hidden. Fastball there. Mm, that was up high near the shoulders. Would have been a ball. And instead, Danielski swings and misses. One ball, two strikes. The fastball looks extra fast when you get two locals first. One, two pitch. Check swing, strike three. And that's a one, two, three inning. It's the easiest inning of the game for Ethan Elke. Three innings complete. Wausau West leads DC Everest 1-0 on 93-9 the game.